forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? seconds. <laughs> That's our new theme song. Is it? Yeah. And then and, and, and you've sung it right after the, the real theme, theme song has played. Um, that we both recorded in the same room on the same day. <laughs> and it's wonderful. Yes, I'm Big Dipper. And I'm Meatball. And this is Sloppy Seconds. How are you, Meatball? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm lovely. I'm uh, refreshed. My skin looks great. I'm fully hydrated. That sounds amazing. Yeah. This is definitely not DragCon weekend. No, and we definitely aren't doing multiple episodes in on one, one day. day. Just to cover our asses. That would be so silly. <laughs> How silly. Um, I'm very excited. We have a, a special guest in a studio. A very special guest. Um, this is a person that actually one of our former guests spoke about mm-hmm. um what were we talking about were we talking about it was with vander do you remember yeah. that were you we talking about we sexual t- fantasy were we talking was, about collaboration what were we talking about it was either that she wanted to have sexual relations with him or she liked the helmets and the bedazzled things that he was oh making. i think we said thing. who is your perfect man oh yeah but it was you <laughs> uh make some noise for hunter Arner. Yeah. hello 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 i'm so glad to be here thanks, well, thanks for, for thanks coming. for coming oh my I mean, god so you were here for drag con because you were working with american richard booth that's correct we are fr- we are family i feel like with american richard I we am. are family, family. Like a- i love them they're really amazing people and I, this is my third drag con with them and they've really just opened how did up so you many get new connected experiences. with them um i modeled for them uh just before they got married uh and they invited me we just clicked right away and uh they invited me to their wedding, which was like two months away in Dallas, and um, oh, right, right. Alyssa Edwards officiated it. But it was on her show. It was on the Netflix. Yes, show. it was. And were it was... you there when they did the lip sync number for her show? I was. I no, I was not. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know how he was they. Like, well, I was asked, but I couldn't be there. <laughs> you know how they they did that show where it was like the docu series, but then in the some of the same locations she would. She do would lip sync, but like with a but filter. But it was like staged. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't she do a RuPaul song in a bowling alley yep. or something like that? Or no, at a rodeo. Yeah. Like a, a boot scoop yeah, bar. Yeah. Big old rodeo. Square line dancing. How was that wedding? It was crazy they had uh little ponies there they had a mechanical bull there uh world of wonder was there to film it of course right but it was i mean amazing. that's how you know you're famous is if world of wonder is that your way oh, you're gonna say little ponies <laughs> little ponies too because willem gets some she's famous wait um speaking of little ponies total tangent there's some other guy on instagram that i think you've taken photos with who like is on a ranch and has ponies yes uh that's jake nodar okay um he's a, a horse trainer and he's on a naked and afraid right. for the last uh, like three seasons, I believe he was on it. He was just on the uh, recent episode, and he was in the Florida Everglades. And he has ponies, and he has a like a tiny pony, right? Oh yeah, he has a tiny little pony. Um, and he, ha- I mean, he has a, a bunch of horses that he trains mm-hmm. uh, up in uh, DC area. Uh, He's it's really fun. funny on Naked and Afraid. Is he? Yeah, he's I've like never seen that show. Very funny. My only concept of Naked and Afraid is the SNL sketch that Leslie Jones did about Naked and Afraid. Oh, I don't think I saw that. I don't that. think well, I saw that either. It's funny. She's just like, we're naked. And of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the show. Yeah. Well, Jay, he's exactly the way he is on TV, is exactly the way he is in he person. Is just he's so, so funny. he's such a good soul. He's he's an awesome guy. Yeah, seeing his stuff on Instagram, I'm like, oh, because he like- dances with like the little pony and does like a bunch of gay shit with it. <laughs> Get them to like run around yeah, him. while he's yeah. like doing I don't know, he's wild. So he, he got he got really famous off of uh he did a Sia video with his pony and his, yeah. and he got that got picked up, and that's kind of where um, he started really going, I believe. Because um, he's got the mini pony in his house, and that's like everyone's dream. Right. It's just walking amazing. through the house. Like yeah, it just goes through the house and just, you know, stomps and clomps. Well, so let's talk about this. So but I, I would say most people probably know you from your Instagram account. Yes, that's correct. And that's where you and I first met. I think I was trying to send you some apparel or something from Lockwood. Yes. And um, when did you first get on Instagram? Um, well, I started uh, Instagram probably like... S- Probably like six years ago. 
Really? Yeah, I believe. Um, I got into modeling just to actually get over um, some issues I had um, with like social anxiety. And like in my early 20s, I started becoming a little bit of agoraphobic and I wouldn't leave the house. And, um, I, I got an opportunity with one of my friends. Uh, his name is Vic Krulich in Reno, Nevada. And I modeled for him. And then I just kept on modeling and I started going to San Francisco a lot. And it just kind of blew up. I had no idea I would ever get to this point. Yeah. And but, so do you consider um, like your main, your main lane as a model or is it just one of many things that you do? Cause I know you design things as well. Yeah. Right now um, I'm mostly known just as a model and stuff, but I'm starting to get into costume design and apparel design. Oh, cool. I'm doing that stuff. Um, it's called hardened design. <laughs> oh, I love it. What yeah. kind of stuff are you designing? Um, I got a lot of like sunglasses and face masks. Oh, nice. Um, I had that little rocket backpack that I had at RuPaul's Dragon. I love that backpack. <laughs> little Astro backpack. I'm going to make little fanny packs out of them as well. So I just oh, make cute. like little, oh, little things here pack. and there whenever I get a, a spur of creation. Did no. you like learn, like, did you go to school for design or anything? Or is it just something that just came naturally to um, you? I've always been into art. I was an artist in high school. Um, and then uh, my my mom's always been a big crafter. And so I used to always craft things with her. And I, I just like doing things with my hands and just being creative and just making whatever I can possibly find. Yeah, you have just the coolest something. rhinestone bull head mask thing that you've worn at DragCon, I think, the last couple times. It's yes. so awesome. Yeah, the diamond bull head. Um, that took about like three months. Diamond. Each. Diamond. Diamond. Rhinestone. Diamond. 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 Fuck off. My B. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, okay. So you're talking about you started modeling because you were maybe having some social anxiety, but you just mentioned that you also danced. You go-go dance. Yes. So to me, I've said this before, go-go dancing is like the scariest thing. Like I perform all the time, but I know what I'm doing and I'm controlling what people are seeing and when they're looking at me and, and go-go dancing, I feel like you're just out there being like, Did okay. you ever go-go dance? Yes. Wait, we've never talked about that. I go-go did a party in New York. Called what? I, I did it one time and I said I'll never do it oh. again. Why? Why no, didn't I, you? I go go to this party called Girls that Frankie Sharp threw in Brooklyn. Because you were getting touched in the wrong way. No, because I was so anxious. I, I was so nervous it, it because feels really I vulnerable. couldn't. Because yes, like your hole is out nice. and you're moving. Side I was to wearing side. a skirt, so my hole wasn't out. Okay. But still, I don't like when I see people like touching go. I don't know. I don't like touching go go's. No offense, but like I don't like when people. <laughs> I don't like when people like put like a five in and like really like hog on their. I dick. love to tip, and then sometimes I, I love to tip because that's the point, right? Yeah. So I yes. walk up, but I want to hand the dollar bill. That's how I, like I don't want to do feel like. Um, too objectifying because I'm looking at you, so uh, I'm gonna look at you. But if of they course. offer the jock strap, then I'll be like, thank sure. you. Sure. I'm not just gonna go grabby grabby. Right. I have Don't. nowhere else to put the money. It's gotta go in the jock. Yeah, right. That's yeah. Fine. But do you do you wanna take it in your hand and then put it in the jock? Or do you Yeah, of course. I I most of the time I always would. Because the people that are always really gropey are the ones with just the dollar. Yeah. The people with the five dollar bill, they're just like, love you. Here you go, gentle touch. Bye. The, that's nice. <laughs> With they the dollar, they want to they want to wrap it around their finger, put some lube on it, and it, insert it in your ATM. Absolutely. Um, that's how you catch a disease. That's <laughs> from uh, the dirty money. Well, so okay, I guess my question is because I don't really know, but what what do you think are like some etiquette rules for people around go go dancers? Um, just don't get too touchy feely, and don't like stick your finger in my butthole. Do people actually try to do that? Yes. I feel oh, like yeah. that's yes. People will go as far as they can possibly the, go. Who raised these people? Why, but I, also, why do you want to stick your finger up someone's butt in the middle of the night and then just like go can off I and have some fries? When I was in Phoenix, I was DJing this party in Phoenix. Did they say I tried to stick my finger up someone's butt? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Okay. I was DJing this party didn't. in Phoenix and uh, I don't even remember his name. A gentleman who is a porn actor, they brought him into like host and dance and uh, he had his ass out. And when he was go-go dancing, he, you know, some people, some people will feature different parts of their body as yeah. they go-go dance. So he was always asked to the crowd. Mm -hmm. He was like facing a wall when he was in front of the DJ booth. He was facing me. Like he was just <laughs> asked to the crowd, asked to the crowd. And I, I watched 15 people eat his ass. 
at the bar and then tip him a dollar and he was fine with it he was presenting he had his ass out that's gonna leave a lot of flavor and uh. when i look like like he sort of like le- he was literally leaning on the dj booth and then someone was eating his ass and then you know it wasn't prolonged it was like a tip and a grope but then it was like you know four or five seconds like a little slurp and then and then he like looked up at me and he was like i don't know why they all want to eat it but i'll let them do it i mean i came clean but that's up to them and i was just like <gasps> That's up to them. Yeah, that's a little freaky. I don't, whenever I'm go-go dancing, I'm I sweat so much sure. because I have so yeah. much anxiety, and plus I'm just working, You're moving. you know, moving. Yeah, and you shaking don't seem like the stuff. type of go-go dancer that's just like going to be sidestepping the whole night. You're dancing uh, right now. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm shaking my legs. <laughs> I, my legs are so tired. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go-go dancing is a lot of fun, but. Um, there's always those people that are always going to try to take it too far. Um, like when I was dancing at Queen Kong over the weekend at Precinct, um, some guy put his hand all the way up my chest. And of course, I'm just sweating so bad. And he just takes his hand back and he's like, ew. Yeah, you know what? I have the same complaint what? about people touching me at DragCon where I was like, I'm sweaty. And then they put their hand on you and you're sweaty. Yes. And you've said it already. And they go, oh, wow, you're so sweaty. And I'm like, thanks. I knew. Yeah, I told you. I literally you opted to do just this. just said it. <laughs> Fuck off. Because what's wild is I'm sure there's also a crowd of people who want to put their hand in your chest and then and be like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. oh yeah, there's a, that's a, a big demographic of mine. <laughs> so, okay. So you're so hairy. Yeah. yeah. Were you I'm ever bit... like self-conscious about the hair? Oh my God. I was so, so I remember Did you, like shave your body. I used to, especially used to. in high school. I used to too. In high school, in because high school. I was like, why am I so hairy? I remember in middle school, we went to a, a, a wild, par- uh, wet and wild park where it's like a bunch of water rides in middle school. Ooh. Yeah. The theme is wet, wet and, and wild. wild. <laughs> oh yeah, I was following all of my male teachers around at that <laughs> that field trip. <laughs> you were like, just take your shorts off, and I'll throw this bucket of water on your underwear. <laughs> and I was in line. Uh, I remember I was with all my friends, and I was standing in line, and there was this guy with just a full. His back was just full covered in hair. Jokes. And all of my friends just started making fun of him yep. and teasing him. And I was just like, I was freaked out about that. And like, my butt has always been really, really hairy. And I remember going into middle school and being like, I have to get naked in front of people possibly to change out of PE. And it freaked me out so bad. So I would trim and, and cut my body hair down all the way through high school and even uh, a little bit till after high school as well. And plus, I always just thought that was like what people wanted to. You right. never see a lot of hairy guys out there. Yeah, well, that now much. you do. Now, now you do. Yeah. yeah. Back then it was like hairless twinks. Yeah. Everywhere. I was actually, this was really interesting. I was working on something recently with a couple of straight guys who were on the crew and it was like a hot day and two of them came in tank tops and like they had their shoulder hair on their back. And I was sort of like, I guess there was something in my mind. I mean, maybe just because I only fuck gay dudes. I, well, some straight dudes I fuck, but but I was just sort of like, I was like, oh, good for you, straight guy, having your shoulder hair out. You know, because there's something about it, like especially like thinking about the bear community. It's yeah. just like a bunch of gay dudes who are like, well, we like it on each other, so that's cool. And you don't think about like women. You know, for a straight man being like, yes, woman, do you like do you this? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Touch this fur, honey. Yeah. So I was, I, was, I was really into that. I was like, you go. You're you're being confident. I'm here for that. Oh. Um, okay. So let's talk about your hairy butt. Yes. So you started. Seen it. You started modeling. Yes. And then how quickly were you were like, here are the cheeks? It was pretty quick. Yeah. I've always known that was my best asset. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to give the people what they need. Exactly. I gave the people what they wanted. They loved it and they wanted more of it. So, And because now you're just modeling for like how many different companies? I've modeled for so many like big name photographers and different uh, companies. And I've, I've loved every single person that I've shot with or. Um, well, business wise, how did you turn like just strictly modeling into like a full blown career. It just happened. Like I didn't, I wasn't planning on it. Um, a couple of years ago I lost my job because I have a cluster of migraines and they got really bad after I turned 30 a couple oh, years damn. ago. Um, and I was getting them every day and I lost my job and um, I kind of just What kind of work it. were you doing? Um, I've, I've done so much different kind of work, but the last job I was doing, um, I was running medical equipment up to hospitals. Oh. Uh, hospitals. Um, so that was an interesting job. <laughs> what, can you talk a little bit about cluster? Cluster migraines? Uh, yeah, uh, cluster migraines are um, uh, the type of migraines where you can get them up to between like um, 15 times a month to even 30 times a month. Um, and that's where I got to the point uh, when I turned 30. Um, 
for about a year and a half, I was getting them every single day. Oh my God. Yeah, and and uh, how long do they last? Uh, hours uh, between, uh, if I have medications, I use um, some shots called uh, sumatriptan that I use. And most of the times it'll really work, um, but it makes you so tired and, yeah. and lethargic and uh, just going through so much pain in a month, it just kind of really wears you down. And I mean, I know you. that lifestyle. Drag queen is a headache. That's what it is. Same sentence. Jacqueline is a headache. Jacqueline is a headache. I mean, it's what I'm living with right now. I'm having a cluster migraine. Yo, I have a cluster sure. migraine right now yeah. on my left hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. So you and then and then in that time, yeah. So within these last three years, I've actually um, I I when I was in, I moved to South Carolina. Oh oh. Ooh. Let me get this more into my mouth mm, and talk a little go. bit more subtly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, I moved to South Carolina um, uh, years ago. And as soon as I moved to South Carolina, I got turned away by every single doctor that I saw. Ugh. And I've been t being uh, treated for cluster migraine since I was five years old. So it's been something that I've been having to deal with my whole life. Oh. Um, but once doctors and neurologists stopped seeing me and they just kept turning me away, I lost my job. And um, I put out feelers onto Facebook and um, some doctors reached out to me and have been really helping me out these last couple of years. Wow. Um, so back to Instagram and it just, I, that was the only thing I had to focus on and um, some photographers really wanted to shoot me. So they would fly me out and I would just model for them. So it was really the only kind of thing that I had uh, Instagram modeling kind of saved my life in a weird way. Wow, it sounds kind so of corny, cool. but it, uh, it was the only kind of source of income that I was able to get um, while I'm waiting for a disability. Um, agreement over the past three years. Wow. I've been yeah. denied three times for it. And I have uh, like doctor's notes uh, all the way from my very first job that I ever had of dealing with it and stuff. So it's just a, it's kind so of they're a just, mystery. They're not going to do it because they think that it's like not a real thing. Yeah. They actually don't have migraines as a disability. Um, they mostly will classify it as like an epilepsy attack, but there's not a lot of people out there that know a lot about migraines and like invisible pain. So it just is, it's hard to get people to feel sympathy for something they can't physically see in oh, someone. That makes sense. I guess. Yeah. It's hard for, to get people to give sympathy for something they can physically see me. Uh, give me your white money. I need it. Y'all. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Oh. That's so interesting because I would, I would, argue that there are probably many people out there who are like um i don't know i know some people who who have sort of built up an instagram following and it's become a stress to them mm -hmm. it's become an annoyance to them it's become oh, a thing me? no i know an actual following oh, like okay. big numbers yeah right, right. <laughs> uh you know where they're like oh i feel like i have to i feel like i have to and i you know my my thought on that is like that's a prison of your own making or a party oh, or yeah. a celebration yeah, of absolutely. your own making. It's a, absolutely. I've, um, I've actually gotten to a point where, um, being an Instagram model has become kind of a, an entrapment for me. Right. Um, and I get a lot of, there's a lot of, I mean, you get trolls on anywhere you go, oh, no matter God. what, but trolls, it, it, after a while DMs. it just kind of gets, it's kind of <laughs> old after a while. And I've gotten like hate mail from just talking about my migraines alone. People Jesus yeah. like, just show us your butt. We don't want to hear about your migraines. Uh, exactly. Yeah, oh my exactly. God. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> no, I knew it was you. I knew I'm it was you. you. Thought I was. Yeah. All of your messages are make a separate account for the head stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Don't it. Don't bring those migraine talk over here to the you butt community. Up, booty boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, always, I you know I think that's so interesting because you know like we we treat what we consume as like a commodity, mm -hmm. and Instagram is a brand like you know under a decade old of this thing that like. It's real people that we have access to. Yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to break out from just being an Instagram model and yes. being more of a personality and doing more. That's and I started doing more go-go dancing um, and just to meet more people. Um, I'm filming for uh, He's Fit at the end of this week with Craig Ramsey. Oh, so we I'm, keep wanting to have him too. I don't know who that is. He's like a fitness model. Yeah. Instructor. He's a fitness mean, instructor. We keep I've, we, I've sent you pictures and stuff. And I've been saying like, he should it? be on the podcast. Well, no, you haven't. <laughs> uh, great. But Craig, see, Craig, friend of the pod. Come Craig on. Ramsey, we wanted you here. <laughs> Come drag, on down. Just drag me. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. 
I always think about my work week and how busy it is. And I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How, what would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up more activities because I love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm-hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's uh, life. I, I moved to uh, Salt Lake City, Utah last August. Uh, moved away from South Carolina in my life. I don't life know why I thought you lived changed. here. Everyone thinks that I, I, somebody was just talking to me the other day. They're like, where do you live? They're like, we think you, we don't think you have a home. <laughs> yeah, I thought, That's a good sign, man. No one will ever find you. Exactly. I, thought, I guess when you and I first chatted, I thought you lived in Atlanta or? I lived really close to Atlanta. Uh, I lived in, in South, um, Carolina. South Carolina and the closest gay bar was two hours away in Atlanta. Mm. What, what bar was that? The Heretic. Oh, I just did a show talk there. About it, talk about I had it. a lovely yes. time at the Heretic. Uh, it basically is like an eagle-like vibe, but like in Atlanta, so it's just really, really big. Uh, but it was hot, 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 hot. The men in Atlanta are very, very hot. That's what I'll tell you about. Very yeah. hot. The Heretic has some great menses there. And when I, uh, when I, I like DJed at the Eagle in Atlanta a few times, and I remember being done. Did they? Is it two a.m.? Like or four yeah. three. Is it three? Or something it's like that. Two a.m. It's like last call, I thought. Yeah, I remember two, it was like, the two, they were like, two. last call. And then they were like, you should probably start DJing, stop DJing at like 2.30. And I was like, but your last call, you know, because in LA, they're like, last call, 1.45, they rip the drinks out of your hand. The doors are closed <laughs> the by lights two. Are on. Oh, I was dancing at the precinct and they're like, last call. And they turned all the bright lights yeah. on. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, and everyone on the patio like sees each other as they are for the uh, first time. They're yeah, like, we got to get all those hookups to ruin. Yeah. Eat a hot dog. Oh, yeah. And wait for our lift for an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Talking about food in L.A., I guess you have to go to food trucks to really get food in L.A. Because we've been every time we left a bar or anything, we've had the worst trouble trying to get food. Late at night. No food late at night. Oh, and then we went to uh, like it was like one o'clock in the morning. We went to like a couple different fast food restaurants and they all were only taking cash. Only cash. What? Yeah, oh, that so sounds we, like a scam. We, scam likely. Yeah. <laughs> we asked him what was going on. That's the manager like closing proper yeah. at eleven, and then being like, "We're gonna stay open until three in the morning, and everyone's taking cash, and we'll split the money." Yep, that's exactly. what that sounds like. <laughs> I knew it. I, it was definitely a scam. So, um, oh, so at the Eagle, I was singing in Atlanta, and then they they said, "Oh, stop DJing," and then they were like. Oh, everyone's exiting and then like lining up for some after hours party. And I was like, what? And then they just had like a sex party until six in the morning. Oh, did you stick around? No, I had a flight. No no sticking around or sticking it in. That's sad, Diva. Mm. That's sad, Diva. That's sad, (laughs) Diva. Okay, so um, you don't do porn. No, I do not do porn. And why don't you do porn? Uh, I just, I... Personally, it's just not something that I want to do. Right. Um, and I'm a, I am feel like it might um, ruin any kind of future opportunities that I might have in the future in the entertainment industry. But I'm sure you've been propositioned. Um, I've been propositioned by Raging Studios, Raging Stallions, whatever it's called. <laughs> raging um, cunts. Raging, raging, cunts. Raging, raging penises. Um, and then like cult uh 
messaged me and they wanted to, uh, to do that with me. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just not for me. I just, if you really want to see penises, just Google search it and, right. and just exactly. like, just think that it's mine. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, a little it was, saturated. <laughs> it was interesting because I was trying to, you know, w- as we knew you were coming in here, like there, the, we both had some questions. We're like, Oh, is it, does he model? Does he have an OnlyFans? Does he, you know, because there are so many people who fall in, who who do go go and do model, and then they run their OnlyFans, and then they'll do a porn every once in a while, or mm-hmm. they do this, or they do that, and uh, we always talk about, you know, it's equal parts like celebration of, but you also have to be. You also have to have it within you exactly. where you're like, I want to fuck on camera. Yeah, I want to yeah. show off. I want Because otherwise, if you don't, I'm like, it doesn't make it, for good content. Yeah. Yeah. You could see it in somebody's eyes if they don't you really want to be there. totally see it. It's so sad Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, my gosh. God. What? The <laughs> way you said that, it's so it sad. It is because sometimes their eyes, like you could see it in their eyes where they're just like, mm, I'm only doing this for the money right now. now. Right. I, this. Yeah. I need this for my surgeries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we do we, when we were talking to... Brad Calvo about about how much money people make. Oh yeah, and you were gagged. I was like, oh yeah, the uh, raw dog bareback bottom. It's like three hundred dollars. No less than that, depending on who's filming I was like, it. They're gonna Ooh. really well, not for you, Dave. Well, no. See, the <laughs> offers you're getting is because you've never done it. You've yet. never yeah. done it. So the moment be a you big pop deal. that cherry, they're gonna say, oh, two hundred bucks, come in and do this thing. <laughs> After Brad, you've done it once. And I've actually shot with Brad Calvo. Yeah. Before too, and he's such a good guy. Did y'all talk about? Did ghosts? you talk about the ghosts? The ghost? He sees ghosts. ghosts. No, but I did. uh, We did talk about um, triads because I wasn't a triad in a while and he was talking about triads. And then he said, um, yeah, there's this couple that I go and hang out with and uh, they're Wiccans and we do um, sex spells and then have sex. The first time I ever (laughs) saw or smelled him, we were in a Wiccan (laughs) store in Hollywood and my friend was getting a candle anointed and he was sitting in there and I was like, that's that guy that fucks. That's him. And he smelled bad. And I was like, why are we in this Wicked store? (laughs) What are we doing here? Where am I? Crazy. (laughs) He's crazy. He sees ghosts. We're trying to get him back on. I I want to bring him back on with a Ouija board. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because it's not that I don't believe in ghosts or I do believe in ghosts. I just need him to prove to me that he sees ghosts. He. How is he going to prove that to you? Yeah. I don't know. But that's the, well, that's where we're pull, at. Huh? He's just going to pull some stuff out of your childhood that you know you've never told anybody before. I've your told everyone about how yeah. terrible my childhood was. Yeah, we, we, all all fucking know. Know. we all know. We all know. Um, wait, what was I just going to say about Brad? I don't know. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I definitely believe in energies that yeah. are around us. Stuff that can really like form into some kind of ghost, <laughs> I guess. Wait, what did you film with Brian? Um, I just did um, some photo shoots uh, with him. Uh, it wasn't anything naked. It was uh, for... Um, <laughs> it wasn't. Well, we it weren't wasn't. naked, but we I didn't show anything, of course. But uh, it was just a photo shoot. It was just simple, something shoot. simple and easy. Okay, so you were in a triad then? Uh, yes. Oh, Have yes. you done this more than one time? <laughs> uh, yeah. How many times have you been in a multi-partner relationship? Well, it's different. Like the first time I was in like a triad, it was actually kind of like a kink triad where I had like a a sir and a bigger brother. Um, And that didn't, it wasn't anything like serious. I didn't live with them or anything like that. It was more kind of like a family. Did you wear a collar? Yes. It was padlocked? Yes. And someone specific had the key? Yes. And does that ever come off? Uh, yes. I mean, it does. I mean, it's just still, it's so complicated, especially with everyone's different kind of relationships. I was just kind of more of like a traveling boy that was just kind of figuring out what I wanted in life. It was in my early twenties. Um, I'm still really good friends with both of them. Um, but yeah. And then uh, I got into a triad about five years ago. It was, uh, interesting. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm just so okay. interested in my PC. You don't need to be PC. Fuck them. Yeah, this is a call out podcast. <laughs> I'm just I, kidding. I, I won't name names or anything, but it it was it's hard when you have three people in a relationship. You have three different personalities, and you have yeah. you hurt people's feelings, and did you're trying to start. Make it- as, as two, two and then one. It, yeah. it did. It started as two. It was a couple that was married. Um, oh, and then you and then were you number three. In. And then I moved in and I home wrecked the hell I out of that like place. I feel like that's always the Ripped worst. children from their families. Truly? And, you know, no. No. <laughs> He's like, I did take the dogs though. <laughs> <Just> yes. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, uh, it was just really 
difficult to to manage. Yeah, um, I, I would imagine because you're you're dealing with two other people's emotions and like trying to feel how they're feeling with each other and with you. Yeah, and that's too. I feel like that's too much. It's going it, on. It's really hard coming into somebody else's yeah. relationship that's been established it's for like so long. It's like moving in with a roommate that like already lived in that apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. already feels like theirs and you're just like stepping on their toes everywhere. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah. It, it, they, they really did their best to like make me feel at home and feel a part of the family and stuff. Um, and I did. It was really good. I fell in love with both of them. Um, really? I wouldn't have moved in with both of them if I moved all the way to, across the United States from Reno to South Carolina to be with both of them. Wow. Yeah. I was in a a place in Reno where I just wanted to get out of town. I wanted to see more, do things. And um, I just met these two guys and they swept me off my feet and I sure charmed the hell out of them. And I still have one of them. Oh. <laughs> when he said he wrecked the home, I didn't know the home was in the room. Whoa. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, my uh, current boyfriend from that triad is so in this room with us. Got it. Okay. Well, now I'm not. Yeah, Me really too. Is. I know so you guys specific. can't see him, and it's not a ghost, but it, uh, on, no, we can uh, see, we can see him. him. People that are listening can't see no, him. <laughs> um, okay, so you used to post pictures all the time with a gentleman. Was this the the was this person in the triad? Yes. Okay. Oh. But you weren't very. Do you want to talk? I can't. Oh, it's on. Here, this mic is can on. We, can we? Okay. Let's plug it in. Uh, so yeah, that's my ex-husband. Okay. And you, you weren't. Can we say your name? Sure. Okay. So your name? Oh my is, god! This my interview is just Corey. Corey. So his, his name is Corey. I honestly, I just call him Bear. Okay. So yeah. like everybody at DragCon has now just called him Bear. They're yeah, like, I, I don't like, know his your real name. name is Bear. He told me that. <laughs> this when is we very exciting. I'm so happy that we're doing this. Okay. So, so you, you were part of the triad. Yeah, yeah, I was the original couple. Okay. okay, and Hunter would post a lot of photos with your ex-husband. This was after, so after we split up, Hunter and I were not together. Oh. Yes. Oh. But we were still in each other's lives every day. Like sure. We, we spent the weekends together just about every weekend, and yeah. we did live together on and off. I mean, we've always been... You know, really tight. Okay, <laughs> I'm always tight. <laughs> <laughs> so because because That's the problem. The, and again, <laughs> it's, it's the kind of thing, especially with Instagram and sort of sharing your public life, that from the outside, you know, point looking in, like for a while, I was like, oh, you and that guy are friends, and then it was like, oh, I, you guys are maybe living together and you're dating because it was it wasn't always like my boyfriend, my partner, my this. It was just like modeling poses or like yeah. it was so, jockstrap companies would send you guys things, and then it, you it would was just, very complicated, right? It was such a complicated situation, um, and and I learned the hard way to not put your relationship out on social media so mm-hmm. much, ah. like because we were real. Everyone kind of knew us as the triad and stuff, yeah. and so like our whole lives were out there on social media. Um, so it made it even harder during the breakups and just trying to, I mean, I love, I fell in love with both of them. Um, and when the triad broke up, it kind of broke me up really bad too. So I just try to keep them both in my lives. And, um, the, the other guy that was in the triad, um, was also a model. Um, and oh. he was actually, before I had a, even met him, I actually saved some of his pictures his like fitness pictures online as like motivation as I got oh, started in, in, in modeling. So, um, he, uh, him and I did a lot of modeling together. We worked really well together. That's awesome. And how long had you guys been married? Uh, we got married. Well, we had a, a wedding in South Carolina in 2011, but sure. it wasn't legal. How long have you been together? And um, since 2005, we okay. were. Okay. And then we got legally married in 2014, and that didn't last very long. Okay. Okay. And do you again? Because this the the whole idea of a triad. You know, some people think it's incredibly complicated. Other people think as long as you're respectful and you have the conversation, you know, it's all good. Is there any part of that original coupling uh, that you know inside conversations you've been like, oh well, if we never brought a third in, our relationship would have survived. Oh, um, drag him. I'm not dragging anyone. I'm no, just asking I questions. Know, no, no. I already know the answer to this. Because I feel like they've probably fucking talked about yeah, that oh, yeah. based on okay. how open this is. Uh, Hunter wouldn't have been there if there weren't already problems. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like sometimes a couple... Uh, 
couples, straight couples will have a baby to save a relationship and gay mm-hmm. couples will just have like Get a boy. Yeah. Get a boy. It, that's exactly what <laughs> I mean, they that's do. basically what it is. And then it falls apart and it's like, it, I feel like this happens all the time in gay couples. Like, uh, I've really noticed like with a lot of different triads and stuff, there's just so many different types of triads yeah. out there. A lot of times I've heard that, yeah, they're still together, but they don't sleep in the same room and they play uh-huh. around with other people. And I'm like, okay, well, you're just roommates then. Yeah. You know, um, but it does work for some people. Um, yeah, it works for a meatball, his boyfriend, and a dozen donuts. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Share the bed. <laughs> so and then I'm the one that's cream filled. Do you get it? <laughs> Wait, so what uh, is the age difference between the two of you? I'm 46. Okay. I'm 22. So 15 <laughs> I'm years. I'm, 20. I'm 33. <laughs> 33. Okay. So what is that? 12 years? About that, yeah. Yeah, that seems normal. Not my oldest boyfriend. What's the oldest? oldest? I'm the youngest. Uh, really? Yeah, he's the youngest uh, guy I've ever been with. I've been in um I've been in a relationship uh for the first 8 years when I came out and he was twice my age. And so what's your relationship like with your father? With my father? Yeah. Uh it's actually um I stopped talking to my father back in like 2004 for a lot of family reasons. Uh-huh. Um uh, he was just treating my family kind of bad and I was the last, I'm the only boy out of five kids and I'm the youngest. So, um, he was kind of treating my sisters really bad and I was getting tired of it and I didn't want him treating her, my family like that. Yeah. And so I was, uh, I didn't talk to him for a very, very long time. And then I reached out to him, um, in 2018 and, um, just before New Year's, I went and visited him for the first time. Oh, wow. So it was really cool. Uh, it just kind of sucks because he's just so much older now and he's got a lot of ish- health issues and like he doesn't even remember um, like treating me for my migraines because he's a chiropractor. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of things he just doesn't even remember about me. Wow. So it was Damn. kind of just like meeting a stranger a little bit, but I'm really, really glad that I went and saw him one more time, I guess, um, just to see him. And he's, uh, it was really surprising cause he was an iron worker and a boxer. So he's, he's a big hairy man. And he just was like the total masculinity. And I never would have thought he would ever like accept me as a gay man. Yeah. So I never had to come out to him. But, um, when I went and saw him, he started talking about all of his gay friends and oh. that he has a friend that, um, uh, started going through the transitioning from a male to a woman. And he asked my dad, like, this is what's going on with me. This is what's happening. And my dad just said, you're still my best friend. Doesn't change anything. And so it was kind of really refreshing That's to so get, crazy. to get that kind of viewpoint from my dad. Cause I only saw him when I was younger. And when you're younger and seeing your parents, they're just like these, I don't know, huge godlike entities to you. Yeah, you know? They can't do anything wrong. Yeah. They and can't then do when it. you get older, you find out they're just people <laughs> exactly. and they fucked up your child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I, uh, we talked about this a lot, but I always, I typically skew you, towards an older man, and I'm mm-hmm. always curious what, like, what the motivation is for that. I, I've always been attracted to younger men. I mean, even when I was like in third grade, I liked my male teacher. I, I remember too. that. And then Mr. Watch, Williams, ooh, ooh, teaching me history. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> God. I didn't do good in school at all because I had mostly male teachers. So, so you were it was rough. Distracted. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I always had to flip my dick underneath my belt loop because I always wanted to fuck my PE teachers. They were always oh my so God. Hot. The PE teachers are always the best. But now I'm thinking back and I was like, they were like maybe 25 year olds in charge of us as like 12 year olds. It's right. So fucking weird. Don't ruin, yeah. Don't okay. ruin my fantasy. When I was in <laughs> high school, we had a swimming pool in our high school uh-huh. for the swim team or whatever, but you would do like gym rotation where you'd have like four weeks of swimming or whatever. Yeah. And I took early bird gym. So we would do swimming at seven fifteen in the morning and school started at eight. So uh-huh. it was like a pre, oh. Uh, yeah yeah it was like the zero period before school actually started and we would go and swim and the the faculty was allowed to like they could use the pool or whatever for if they wanted to work out there was also like a weight room that they could do before school or on their free period and the the student whatever like the student uh advisor for all of the the uh, the school, he would swim in the morning and then just shower and get ready for school, and oh. he would just always be naked showering when we would come in 
uh, to get ready for jail. So uncomfortable. In like a big Mm -hmm. shower in the student locker room. So it's like, to Mm. me, it makes sense. Like, if you're on the swim team or whatever, like, and it's about, but I'm like, this man, he was probably in his mid 40s, just like soaping (laughs) up, dick out. And we're all like, I guess we go to gym class now. Meanwhile, I'm like running into the wall as I'm rubbernecking and his dick (laughs) in the shower. And I was like, also, like, you know how you can shower in a public shower and, like, maybe face the shower the whole time? Oh, for he the- was dick out? Dick Ooh. forward. He wanted to see it. I was like, these are kids. That's like an, Listen, that's I, like an Oz. I was a middle school teacher. I would have never, ever done that. I would never do that. You fuck the kids in uh, private. Yeah. Just like any good Christian. Yeah. Right. Speaking about him being a teacher, oh my gosh, if he was my teacher growing up, I never, ever I would have been. Oh, I always him. tell him that I would uh, probably have seduced him or told him that if you don't, Touch me that I will tell everybody, and who are they going to believe? A I sweet little kid. Wow. Did you? Mm-hmm. I lost my virginity to my college professor. What? Yeah, mine was definitely in college. Ah! <laughs> okay, we need to take a break. <laughs> It's my favorite segment. Are you ready to introduce the segment? Yeah, this segment is called Food Talk. Food oh break. break. So we had a healthy snack for our first one, so we thought we'd get an unhealthy snack for you. But also, it's Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, and everything is closed. <laughs> so these are... And no, any kind of restaurant is Well, I was going to go get snacks this morning, and it, like literally the walk here, there's five or six places I could have stopped. Everything was closed. Okay, read this. Patriotic. Because it's Memorial Day. They're patriotic cookies. From the grocery store. From the grocery store. What do you want? What is it? I just meant it was on theme. What is this? Well, it's not going to be fucking Memorial Day when this thing comes out. I'm done. (gasps) Jesus Christ. Eat one of the goddamn cookies. But you know what kind of cookies these are. These are these grocery store cookies that dissolve in your mouth like cotton candy. Which I don't know how they make these. Because they feel so... Um, it just feels like powder. Look I, at the bottom of it. I think the entire Are thing is just oh, confectioner sugar, mm. right? Or powdered sugar? It's, what is no, it's called? definitely... There's flour. Ooh. Again, I hate this. Mm. You don't like it? It's leaving it's a so film thick. in my mouth. It's so dry. It's There's mm-hmm. a film. Mm-hmm. There's it's a, like eating an old film. marshmallow. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. That's the same feeling as eating an old marshmallow. And I remember these being lighter and airier. Me too. Mm. Oh my god, it looks almost like um dough. Raw dough. I feel like they're meant to be undercooked. Are, are these are we supposed to cook these first? No. Because <laughs> they're iced. I think it's just gross. Mm. <laughs> but they are very patriotic. I mm. like the icing. I mean, I love sugar. All right. Should we move on to our next segment? <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> this is fucking gross, Diva. I'm still eating it, Diva. Okay, we'll keep eating. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, that one in the trash. <laughs> no <laughs> one likes these. I feel like these are these were crowd Get your money back. Ca- crowd favorites. Uh, these Alex, were the ex's favorite, actually. No! <laughs> no! Really? They were? Yes, they were. Ew. <laughs> but That's they, how you know it's trash, because people that like grocery store confectionery stuff is like, ba- they're bad people. But Baked they goods always, are gross. They always <laughs> taste like this, right? Yes. No, they're always a little, I think they're lighter, I, yeah. but I just remember getting those in like elementary school. Mm-hmm. And you're like you're Fighting a child, so you're like, yeah, I'm gonna eat all of it. But now as an adult, you're like, oh, I have a I have a more preferred I have palate. a refined yes, refined yeah. palate. You're like shoveling these in your mouth while you're watching your gym teacher. Well, no, if I'm mm-hmm. if I'm high, that would probably be great. But I I'm guess. not high right now. Mm-hmm. Wait, before we move on, um, this marriage you broke up. These <laughs> yes. guys looked like twins to me. They we got mistaken. Got yeah. Did you we grow into that? Actually, he um I he stole your I've luck. always had I've been shaving my head for twenty something years yeah. and I've always <clears throat> had facial hair and then he kind of morphed into me. I I, I was always <laughs> Well uh well he was always the fit that. one. He was always the fit one uh-huh. and I was the chubby one. Mm-hmm. So I got in more shape and then he and he got chubby. <laughs> Time to kick him to the curb. Yeah, <laughs> send him packing and move to Old Utah. News. <laughs> but we're Cor- gonna go live with the Mormons. That's who lives in Utah, right? Uh, yes, all the Mormons. Every single every one. Single of them. one. Every, every single one. Every single one. They, they hang out. It's there. them and you guys. Uh, you guys have a kid. Uh, he, uh, has children. he did. He oh, had okay. two children, and which were awesome. Oh, and I think yeah, that's for the you wait a minute. 
wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you said that you broke up with the children, wait, what happened? Well, actually, no, I did that. I he was married to a woman when I met him. Uh huh. Where does this train end and where does it begin? <laughs> okay, he was married to a woman, had kids. Had then you guys relationship, met. and she knew that he was with because she was supposedly a cheater all along, and so he was going to like they had an agreement, from what I understand. Okay, and then um, he just decided he didn't want to go back. <laughs> he got that dick, right? And so, and then he was like, "One is not enough." They got two. Where are the kids? <laughs> the, I, I'm still very close with them. I actually officiated my. Daughter's wedding. Oh my god, amazing! Year. They're amazing yeah, kids. They're, too. they're really good people. Human beings. And what's your age difference to the kids? I was only like what a couple years between them. Um. Well, let me see here. They're probably yeah. Uh, Brandon's probably close to twenty five now. Yeah. So yeah, we're just a couple years apart. So were you very friendly with the kids when you yeah, joined? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, the daughter um, styled uh, my hair a lot and colored oh. it. She's got. Um, She's really good. She's in Atlanta. Um, her name is Chelsea. She amazing. does really amazing hair. That's so yeah. cool. So if you're, if you're going to be down there in Atlanta, this look up could, Chelsea. This whole thing could have been so messy, and it seems like y'all handled it so well. It's, it's like really it impressive. It fucking train wreck. <laughs> uh, it was a train wreck. I could give you some oh, a lot of horror stories. That's going to be a whole other. That's podcast, a whole other podcast. <laughs> that that's a that's a long. Was speed. there any therapy involved to like work Actually, through yeah, everything? Yeah. Yeah, um, but he would just come back from therapy furious the entire every time. So well, so it wasn't working. No, well, it was working for one side. Well, I went. We went to different therapists. Well, I went. He started going to a therapist, and then so I wanted to go also. And the therapist was like, "No, we don't. I don't need to treat both of you." Interesting. I had to deal with all of my problems by myself. <laughs> I didn't get to have therapy. So I just internalized all of it. <laughs> and it all come out at one point. You just mashed them down into a Crush bunch it. of cluster migraines. Just like, yes, right into those cluster migraines. Oh, you were like, well, I guess I'll have these every day. That's so wild. And then maybe I just wasn't following you on Instagram, but it seemed like the two of them were really like constantly on instagram tagging each other beefing up their profiles doing all of this stuff and you're just living middle, your life i was a middle school choir teacher right. oh, so you and in, in south that. carolina there's a lot of homophobia i actually right. almost lost my it. job because of social media because someone like dug into either hunter's or his profile and found an old old picture of me in there with like Jock wearing a jock and well I first he got well first somebody that emailed in Wild. It, well, first somebody emailed in and said they're taking their kids out of the school, blah, blah, blah. Well, they found out who actually sent the email, and it was actually a fellow gay guy that he had known for a long time, but he spurred his advances back in the year. Little vicious so. bitches. <laughs> What a dick. That's something I would do if it's I a was mad. It's a, that, that's something. I would try to take someone's job. Ah! Oh, I'm I will ruin you. You've tried already. I, well, so not, I'm take, not take their job. You've tried to just get people to lose their job. Yeah. It, well, he doesn't work there anymore, so I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> he also said yes to being a guest. Great. We'll air out all the grievances here. Perfect. Um, That is all so fast. I mean, it's just... How okay? I guess my question is: There's a lot of people's emotions in this. Now there's children in my mind. How like? How exactly did you guys end up together and with no drama? Or is there well, just still a lot of behind the scenes drama? Well, I don't not between us. Yeah, not between me and the bear. We don't have any problems with us. But like, I'm not. I no longer speak to the other one anymore. But um, you do. No, no neither oh, no. of us do just anymore. The kids. It just got really messy. I don't even speak to the kids. You know, I, I wasn't close to him or anything like that, but I will say happy birthday to him or something like sure. that. Um, and plus, I, I I unfriended them like a long time ago on social media because there's so much going on in the relationship. And I was like, I don't I'm not I've never had to deal with somebody's kids before. Yeah. So I didn't want to have to include them into anything that was going on or make them feel any type of feeling towards me or their dad. Um, but yeah, when we first got together, it was really nice um, for a short period. But then uh, like there's three personalities. So jealousy yeah. started coming up and then it just it just got really, really messy. I can. It was the hardest time of those three years that we were kind of together and then broken up and stuff were the hardest time of my entire life. But it taught me the most about myself. Wow. wow. So but I'm, so I don't regret it. But it was really rough to go through. Damn. And then Hunter and I didn't get back together until just last fall. Yes, oh. we got together in September again. When, when um, I moved to Utah, he 
drove across the country with me and completely took care of my life the whole entire time. And I, I was traveling for work the whole time. And Hunter was my right hand man and took care of everything for me. And eventually I was like, you're the best partner. Will you just, can you be my boyfriend again? Well, and I, I, I loved him a lot too. And I had been chasing um, the other one for a while, trying to be in a relationship with them. Um, but obviously didn't want to be, even though it, it's really complicated, but <laughs> um, uh I really loved Corey. I still loved him a lot. Um, and then when it, I had all of my stuff moved to uh, Wisconsin um, by this time, and I was going to move back to Wisconsin, and I told him, I, I honestly, I needed to move on with my life. I had mm-hmm. been chasing somebody for so long, and I'm still in love with you, and I kind of need to move on and do my own thing and move back to Wisconsin. But I never did move back to Wisconsin. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I'm still well. in Utah. All of my stuff is still in Wisconsin. I'm staying with my oh. first boyfriend, what? Which, which he is my best friend. He's still my best friend. Uh, we talk every week. So, Meatball, how many people you've been in relationships with are you still friendly uh, with? Not a one, baby. <laughs> not a one. Just the only one of mine. He's, really? Yeah. When I break up with you, you're, you're dead to me, bitch. Right, exactly. But it seems like your track record, Hunter, is like you're friends with everyone. When I love somebody, I, I love them forever. I care well, about I'm people a, a lot. It's hard to let go of people. I my heart for more than one person at a time, <laughs> So I just I I I care about people a lot. People that are in my life that have made an impact in my life. I I want to hang on to them as much as I can. Oh, I try uh, to alienate them. <laughs> you try to make them lose their job. Yeah, well, and they did. I, I'm not going to get close to you because you're going to try to ruin my career. Yeah, it's <laughs> truly a horrible thing being close to me, Paul. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so now it's time for our second segment, which is fuck in which we describe in great detail a sexual experience um, that was fun, wild, embarrassing, full of doo-doo, anything. Mm-hmm. Bear, you get off this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of you can talk about either one. You have to bring up a different sexual experience. Oh, are you sure? Because, damn. Oh, that, I've if got you have some I, serious if stuff with him. stuff you want to talk about with him, Well, let's great. do it. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know if I'll I let you run that one. <laughs> uh, well, he gave not to get. I don't even know if I could even say this. Say it. Are you talking about the teacher fantasy yes. or the dungeon? The well, we're going to talk well, about both of them. <laughs> we're going to talk about both of them. So, what about, <laughs> so he did give me a teacher fantasy, like you know, because growing up, I always had a fantasy for my teachers. Right. And so uh-huh. he, um, I had a real authentic teacher fantasy, like. In a classroom. In a classroom. <gasps> Zip tie. Well, I first I got ready in the bathroom across his hall, and then he banged on the door saying I was late for detention. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go in there and be super sassy and stuff. Yes. But he's like big, and he had his teacher's voice on. And so I was like, got into that room. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And then he just zip tied me to the desk, paddled me, and uh, uh, gave me my lickings. Whoa. And it was amazing. It oh, was, my I, God. I don't have a teacher fantasy anymore. Because it has been uh, fulfilled. So it was a very intense scene and it was hot. And I like I I like big feet as well. So he definitely um, kicked his feet up on the desk and kicked his shoes off. And he's like, I've been chasing you around this school all day trying to get you to attention. And I was like, "Mm." oh, my. It was really intense and fun. That sounds very intense. To fulfill a fantasy to the point where you no longer have it anymore. That has to be. I never thought it was possible. But. I never thought that I would ever have sex in a classroom <laughs> right. with a real teacher, True. especially somebody that looks like him. <laughs> so it was really now amazing. Your leg is dancing. Now you all dance, baby. Um, that I mean, that's, I, an that's impre- a good story. That's impressive. And then I've the, never lived out a fantasy other than the Superman one. <gasps> oh, oh Corey loves Superman. That oh, yeah. it was just a, oh, well, I told it on Nicole. Uh, so you I didn't told tell it on it Nicole Byers podcast. Okay, so I was in. I think I was just on a different podcast where I told the story too. Well, anyway, I was in Philly. I was visiting. I was single, and I was on the apps. And this guy messaged me, and he was very attractive and super hot. But in one of his photos, he was like in a Superman costume, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, do you um like?" Do like do you wear the suit? And he was like, "Well, actually, I could wear it, but it's more of like a thing where you have to like pay for me to do that because it's like a whole thing." And I was like, "Oh, so like you're soliciting me? Well, I'll do it anyway." <laughs> and 
I made him come to the room. He had options. He had like Superman, Spider-Man, Captain America. He was like an all-American looking guy, very attractive. Mm. And I was like, let's do it. So he came up to the hotel room and went into the bathroom and it was very quiet. And I was like, I don't even know what's going to happen. And he came out of the bathroom and like walked over to the window and pretended to fly in through the window. So he like did like a little jump and land and was like in the Superman position. He was like, huh, I'm here. I got away from the kryptonite and was like in what? character from the beginning. And then I was get the video. Oh, I, I, find oh, the video. I don't even know. Oh my God. I don't know if I have. Okay. Oh, cause you have a new phone. Cause I got a new phone, but he sent me videos of it and there's, um, hold on. What did he do for his day job? Was he like, in he theater? was a college student. But like teach teacher's assistant, I think. So maybe I got my little teacher fantasy too, Diva. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find his that. suit is good. This it guy was is good. Amazing. Oh, oh, do you have it? Yeah, that so, I just had to type in Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. That oh, is here. hysterical. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, horny. <laughs> horny. <laughs> Ah! Oh, that's a nice dick, though. No. No. What? I was like, where did oh. you get a Superman suit that you can pull the briefs off yeah. of? Custom. Wow. He really works hard for his What job. about those abs wow. in there? Oh, he punches <gasps> dick. Oh, okay. He punched it? He yes. just he Superman the, punched he did, it. He did. Um, he is very handsome. Like, he was a very handsome guy. Um, so w- would you say you got your money's worth? <laughs> I definitely got my money's worth. Get out. I have a question about acting out. A fantasy. Yeah, because he was acting and I, a lot of the time, was like giggling. trying not to giggle. Or like finding ways to be like, yeah, that's so hot to me. I, yeah. And especially with someone that you know intimately, mm-hmm. like in and out of your life, I feel like it's either, it, it could be easier, but in my mind, I imagine it harder to like stay in it. It was, it's uh, it's a fine line. Um, it's usually whenever we're like, I don't know. We just get into modes where we just get super, super horny and we just want to do something crazy. The more we have sex, the more we want to have sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and plus I've, I told Corey, um, all of my fantasies and stuff and he is, well, he was a choir teacher for 20 years and he used to put on productions and plays. So I guess it's in his blood to really give somebody a good How in depth are we get? Like, are you going and getting props? Oh yeah, the the paddle. I mean, you were dressed up like a teacher too. Well, like you had your dress shoes and the Georgia. And the dungeon was, was full okay. On. This I, guy I right put here, in the whole set. I, I the like, kidnapping scene. What? Yes. No. Kidnapping. I know people that do this in LA. When okay. Hunter asks, I, I deliver. <laughs> and he, I didn't expect okay. him to deliver this much, but he like okay, he created a, a scary playlist. For music, <laughs> so that the right playlist. The, uh, <laughs> uh, and he even like we were living up in Tacoa, Georgia at the time, and it was up in this like mountain house, and it was a two story. And um, I kind of knew the area really well because there's only a few roads. Well, he mapped out like this this route that he was going to take me, where he it, where he came back to the house, but I wouldn't have known it. And oh, I was blindfolded and tied up, of course, in the car. How did? Where did you grab him? At well, the house. Yeah, uh, he came out of the bathroom, and I had. I, I like to sometimes turn all the power off in the house. Yeah, he'll <laughs> shut the power off in the house <laughs> as soon as I'm done cleaning out. <laughs> as soon as he hears that toilet flush, all the power goes out. <laughs> and then I'm just coming out of the bed. I'm like, I'm nervous now. I just don't understand. You casually said, you oh, sometimes I like to shut, shut the power off. off. Oh, he's a monster. But well, why? Because, Only to grab the, him? Sometimes the fear is my favorite flavor. He is a monster. My favorite flavor, and I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, by day, you teach a jazz square to a seventh grader, and by <laughs> night, you're, you're cutting power, the power and off. kidnapping your boyfriend. 100%. This is why we can't get equal rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, so you, you cut the power and you just yeah, grab so grabs me. Did you so put a hood on him? The the gro- downstairs garage was not furnished, so I found a place to put like black trash bags and make like a dungeon with nothing but a black light. And like there was this long like m- 
metal table that looked kind of like a medical table. So I had all the toys and lubes and different things. And so like laid out there all professionally. Yeah. So when we terrifying, came, we came yeah, back to the house horrifying. and he had no idea. And where you we had were. no help. No, no help. And oh. so, and so he took me on this route and I had no idea where he was taking me. And I was like, I was trying to think of like where he was just going to go back to the house. Yeah. But then I couldn't figure out where we were. And then all of a sudden I heard like a garage door open and I was like, we don't have a garage door at this house. It's outside parking. But I didn't realize that downstairs underneath had a garage door. So oh. I was like, did he rent out a storage unit to bring me to? I'm like, that is intense. But no, it was, and then was he, he like tied my hands up to the rafter. And then he, for a split second, he took the, the blindfold off of me. And all I saw was the black light lit table full of toys and all this crazy stuff. And I still didn't really know where I was because he put black curtains up all around. Yeah. So then he put the blindfold back on and he went to town and... And uh, I a uh, couple hours and, later, you came out. And then, thankfully, you uh, didn't have to drive home. You were already there. Yeah, you're already, you're already home. Yeah, exactly. He the power it was easy. You took a shower. You exactly. just crawl into bed <laughs> and weep yourself to sleep. <laughs> I love you, babe. Great. <laughs> so, so you talked about your ass being your best asset. Yes. Do you mostly just bottom? Are you fully versatile? No, I'm 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 a huge selfish bottom. Mm. Yeah, I'm I have a hard time. I have topped in the past, but I've never like topped to completion. And I'm sure a lot of oh. my fans are gonna be upset to hear that. Because oh, I no. think a lot of them think I'm a daddy. I think a lot of them I, mean, I, I can be a daddy. <laughs> See, I guess for me, I'm like the the first time I ever saw you two in a photo together. I was like, oh, there's no way he's a daddy. I was like, I was like, I was like, I could see at any given moment you just like even flicking your eyes across the room and then Hunter scampers to whatever you need. (laughs) (laughs) And even if you don't do it in real life, the impulse is there to do it. Absolutely. It's built into me. Even my, uh, even our straight barber just called me out for for who I was. He was talking to us and he's like, oh, I was trying to figure out your guys' number when I first met you, but I already got Hunter's right away. He's just a fuck boy. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm like, okay, you. You have to call me fuckboy every time we come in to get my hair cut. <laughs> Shout out to Fuzzy Nates in Salt Lake City. Fuzzy he's the Nate. best barber. He's the best guy in the world. Yeah, That's he's amazing. an awesome guy. He's he's straight, but he just loves he loves gay guys, and he's just really down to earth oh, and fun. So cool. And he he just he messes with me all the time. Straight people doing hair. The doorbell clangs open. You walk in, and he's like, "Hey, hey fuckboy!" Fuck exactly. <laughs> That's kind of how it and happens. I blush and I run over to the table to the he's chair. Like, I'm like, "Here's my up. hair." <laughs> Well, well, after those two, I'm like, I'm good. I don't yeah, need to tell uh, a sex story this week. I yeah, think we're covered. <laughs> well, so, so start, don't turn the power off. Yeah, and start the memoirs. You guys should yeah, probably this would be a great <laughs> oh my gosh, a yes. oh, There we go. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey, but but the same. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good joke, Dan. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Such an thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you on the socials? Um, I'm on uh, Instagram at Hunter Harden, um, and then Twitter, which is your Hunter- government last name, right? I'm just kidding. Well, actually, uh, Harden is my middle name. Ooh. So. Cool. I'm not going right. to give you my last so name. It is, no, I, so I, I wasn't asking for it. I was just sort of, it's such like a good sort of stage name. Like yeah, model and, and name people automatically think I'm just a porn star with that name too. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't blame people. So yeah. All your suit and tie photos and then a name like that. So yeah, Instagram, Hunter Harden, and then uh, on Twitter, Hunter Harden 86. I wasn't able to get that Hunter Harden tag yeah. name on that one. So I had to throw in my birth year. 86. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, where can people find you, Big Dipper? I'm at Big Dipper Jelly. Do you want to plug yourself? You, oh, you're welcome. I'm to. on Instagram at Super Bear in Utah. Super Bear. Super you. Bear. Super Bear. And I'm on Instagram at Spicy Don't ever Meepa. go there. It was such a it was such a great moment. <laughs> Never mind. I'm telling you. I just feel so crazy. Okay, you are let's ready to die. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Sloppy Seconds. Forever. Dog. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 